No, hey. Let's go. Louis. Yeah, how you doing, brother? Uh, it's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, man. We got a special episode up ahead today, man. We're going to talk to some brothers, man, from California, man. And um, starting with that, we got Louie coming in the building. Uh, can you um, let them know exactly uh, where you're from and tell them a little bit about yourself? Maybe where they can follow you at yeah. from the start. Well, you know, man, I'm I'm just an old ordinary guy, man. You know, my name is Louie. I'm off the east side of Compton. You know, to the homies, they might say Bompton. But, you know, I'm off the east side over here, man. Am Street Pyro, you know. Just, hey, just doing the do. Trying to get you young brothers, man, to try to open your eyes, I guess, a little bit, man, to not think of the now, but... Mm-hmm look toward the future because the now is not going to be here forever. So you got to, you got to, you got to work for now, you know, to be dealing with the future because, you know, tomorrow is not promised because you can be partaking in any kind of activity that you might feel is the, is, is a good thing right now. But Hey, if it ain't going to help you out to the future, Man, you you just wasting your time. You yep. know, I wasted a lot of time, you know, mm-hmm. because I was dealing with them 70s and 80s and the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, for me and, and, and those that were in my era, see, we all had a common employer. See, we was all working for the government, you know, because they had a thing going on to where they needed us. They don't need you, you little young youngsters now. They don't need you. Right. So you are expendable. See, you got to remember that. For us, they needed us to be out here selling their dope for them because they had an agenda going on somewhere else. But now, yeah, y'all need to wake up. Let's look take, at everything that's going on. Let me, uh, Go let's, ahead, bro. Let's, uh, take me there, take me there, like, um, you know, the 1970s, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what's going on. I know you know you're affiliated with the uh, Am Street Power Rules. So it was their ex- existence at this point in time in the during the uh, the seventies. No, well see, no see. Well, at that at that time in the in the seventies, really like in, in in the area where I'm at now, it was Am's Lane. You know the homies were were Am's Lane. You know, and then you had the homies. You know, Ludus Park, which mm-hmm. was like. The uh, was like the Holy Land was the Mecca over here on the east. You know, when I came in, I was claiming looters. Okay. But, you know, in our little area, it was always Am's Lane. So, you know, hey, we just, you know, we, it was a few of us because, you know, a lot of the older homies was getting locked up. You know, they was already, you know, adults, you know, so a lot of their actions were having them landed in prison or they was given the uh, opportunity opportunity to go to the armed services or whatever armed forces so a lot of the bigger homies were being taken away so here you are you got us little 13 14 15 16 year olds out here you know to fend for ourselves so at that point you know there was some older home you know some because i was only i was only like 12 you know but then you had the ones that were like 15, 16, 
and we just decided to come up with the Am Street. We decided to change our little shit to Am Street Pyro. You know, and it made some of the bigger homies from the park, you know, kind of upset. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were, it was only a few of us, man. And at that time, you know, we were dealing with them Santanas right across that Santa Fe from us. And, you know, they were like super deep. And it was only a few of us, man, left to like kind of like hold this little area down. So we was like, man, we, hey, it's Elm Street Pyro. So it took a little time for it to actually grasp. But as them 80s got to coming in and a lot of, a lot of, you know, homies started growing up of age, mm-hmm. man, Elm Street just took off. Gotcha. You know, so. So, like, going into the, uh, so when, when it's, like, it's taking off, like, and you said that, like, you know, going up to the park, you said that a lot of people didn't even, uh, some of the other homies didn't like the, um, you coming up with the Elm Street Power Rules, right? So, like, what type of yeah, backlash was it? Like, it was violent, like, during this time frame? Well, no, 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 it wasn't, I mean, you know, because still, back then, it was still a brotherhood, I mean, you know. It was still love amongst that because I mean, because you know, we all grew up. You know, it's not like you have people that might have, you know, uh, moved into the neighborhood and got to know each other. Everybody, you know, from elementary, you know, on up, we we grew up together. It was just that here we are, just a, a small little band, just decided to change the name up. So mm-hmm. what was happening was. At that time, when it actually was going down, a lot of the homies decided not to really, you know, come around and and hang with us like it was at first. So, I mean, you know, hey, like I said, you know, at that time, man, Santana's was, 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 was real deep at that time. But, you know, we had to, you know, we had the love from the homies from Westside Pine Root, you know, that would, would, would come mm-hmm. and check us out. You had the homies from Limehood who would come and, and, you know, and little missions or whatever might take place or whatever. But it, it, it was enough to, you know, to keep, keep things intact in, in to where it wasn't like we were being overran or anything like that. See, a lot of people don't, understand, don't know that. You know, we had love from other neighborhoods, man, because at that time, man, it was only a select few. Yeah, you can have a lot of people that claim your neighborhood. Now, I'm not just speaking, you know, for my neighborhood, but I'm just in general. You can have a lot of people claiming your neighborhood, but everybody might not be with, you know, that malicious kind of action that can probably, you know, hey, keep other malicious people from doing their little things to you. So, yeah, we had other neighborhoods, man, that used to come and hang with us, man, that were like, you know, that was like a, a supporting hand. So, I, I, I always loved them for that. You know, 2020, you got neighborhoods going at each other. But for me, I can't harbor that kind of animosity because of the fact of the love, you know, that I experienced from these dudes, whether it had been on the street or whether it was me doing prison time or whatever. 
you know? Yeah. I had, you know. And, and that's from that's from anywhere though. Now it don't just have to be Compton. You know, shit. I got love, man. LA homies, everything. So I'm I'm just I'm 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 a different era. You know what I mean? So I've I've seen the beginning, the middle, you know, and I I won't say the end because you know it'll never end. That's one thing that they can't uh, they they'll never stop. Only thing you know we can do with platforms like this is try to get them to understand, you know, before they, you know, do, you know, ignorant shit. Right. So. So like when it like when you like when y'all yeah. came up with the um that it seemed like when you came up with the Am Street uh Power Rules it was basically off of brotherhood and coming together with unity like uh what year did like did you see like the, um maybe it wasn't so much unity because I noticed you said oh, something man about well you know that's, that's like yeah that's like late in the game man that's you late know, in that's... the game. Man, okay. I would have to say, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that's the, the, the old, you know, when they came out with that old Y2K shit, you know, when that, when them 2000s got the rolling around, mm-hmm. that's probably when you start getting some dysfunction. I got you. You know, because even though you had the the riots in 92, which kind of like brought a little truce, so to speak, you know, that, that, that fell apart, you know. Uh, 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 you know, it, it fell apart, you know, to where, okay, everything was back to normal and, you know, everybody's back in each other's throat. So. I noticed you said, though, you said. As time like, went on. Uh-huh. Yeah, as, man, I want to say, man, like, for like out here. Now, I don't know if everybody can be familiarized with it, you know, when, say, like, uh, when when Death Row started to, you know, lose its luster, and I guess Suge had already went to jail, mm-hmm. and then, you know, all the artists started, you know, jumping ship, and, you know, that right there probably was about the turning point to where Compton really started like, you know what? The red and blue really ain't going on the way it was, you know, back in the day. Now it's more red on red focused on each other. So, you know, I would say, you know, like at the beginning of the 2000s, man, is is when it really got bad. Bad, bad. To where, you know, here we are 10 years later. No, shit. It, 20, it's 2020, shit, 20 years later. Damn, I'm old as a motherfucker. It's, man, it's like, whoa. You know, for somebody 53 to see everything going on now, as opposed to when I got into it, man, it's like, man, it's like a 360 degree turn. Wow. Oh, man. Okay. So yeah, I- yeah. Let me take you back there, though. Let me take you back there to, um, you know, just going into the. Uh, did you did you get incarcerated in the um in the eighties? Well, toward the end, my my uh, when I graduated from high school, because you know, I had a uh, I moved with my grandmother in eighty two, so 
For y'all that don't know, if you ain't ever had to deal with your grandmother, grandmothers don't play. And if you have any love and respect for your grandmothers, you know. See, when your grandmother say something, and, and she ain't threatening you with no with no switch or no no belt, you know, grandmas, you know, they they picking up something if they right. feel that you you way out of line. So <laughs> I had a grandmother like that. So here it is. She's having to look out for somebody that's just getting out of juvenile hall camp, you know, coming to move with her. So my grandmother was like, oh, no, you ain't doing that here. So, no, I handled my business and, and I finished high school and graduated and everything. So it wasn't until I came back and the Air Force wasn't going to take me in because they got a hold of my little record and this and that. And they was like, oh, no, we, we ain't messing with you. Right. So here I am in uh in 1985, I'm back home. You know, I do a little bit of work. You know, I'm working a little bit, you know, and messed around. And one day, you know, the police came, you know, they, you know, I hadn't really started hanging with the homies that was doing their little, you know, they little willing and dealing yet. But, you know, I would holler at them, though, because, you know, these people I grew up with. So I get the little, uh, I end up, man, getting a, a lottery charge. I just so happened to have been walking. And at that time, police, you know, they doing their thing. So here I am walking. I get pulled on the car at that time, too. And I get I get a, a ticket for loitering. So now I got to go to court for that. I'm not really making no money for no $250 ticket. So guess what? I get at the homie, boom, I'm in the dope game now. Mm. So next thing you know, hey, I don't know. It's not, I don't know about the people that don't know about how those mid-80s were, but if you working, I think maybe at that time, minimum wage probably was about 5 $6. Now, you working and you busting your butt, just say for like a two hundred something dollar check at the end of the uh, end of the week or whatever, as opposed to being out there getting your little hustle on mm -hmm. and getting that two hundred dollars within about thirty minutes or less. Yeah, you're going to make that decision. Like you know what, man, fuck that job. Right. So, I I was in it. So at that same time, as you, you know, out there doing, getting your little hustle on, you subjected to the fact of maybe somebody trying to come through and this and that. Well, see, I wasn't one of the ones who just totally focused on hustling. Hustling was just a part of it. For me, I was a gang banger who just so happened to hustle you know, to put a little bit of change in my pocket or whatever. And all that, it just it just came back. Everything from when I was younger, before I left to have to go move with my grandmother, all that all that came back. You know, and man, riding around with the guns and shooting out your car and all that was in effect. All of it. So like this so, this let me um so, like, during this time, this is, like, the beginning of the crack era, correct? 
So this yeah, oh, is in full swing. Yeah, this is full flash by the full time you swing. Okay. Yeah, it was in full swing. When I came, when I moved back to Compton, it was already in full effect. I mean, you know, you could fall out your bed early in the morning and make a thousand dollars. Did you see you like know. did you see start to see like um you know, like in movies it depict where um you know the whole environment start to change, like where you would start to see you know, uh, people running around, you know, looking a little different. People will probably call them crackheads, or you know what I mean. Uh, did did you oh, start? Yeah, to that, see, like, yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, man. And, so from and, from that time, okay, it, like, like it was a five year change, or what was it like? Like it was a big shift pretty fast, though, right? Okay, well, you gotta understand, man. It it it, it the crack probably came out. I don't know, maybe like 82, 83, 84, somewhere around there. See, at that time, I was in L.A., so I wasn't, I mean, I knew it was around because, you know, I, I had I had uncles that was, like, heavy in the game. You know, one of my uncles was one of the founders of the Hoover Connect. So I already knew what was going on with it. It wasn't until I came back to Compton and actually partook in the hustle when I started, you know, seeing different thing right gotcha i think you got your froze there hold on let me see oh yo shout out wrong kind east podcast little brazy okay go ahead yeah you back Okay, yeah, so it wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until I came back where I started seeing some of those little fly females who might have been, you know, too good for a brother in school and stuff like that. Now, these are the ones that's coming to get this from a brother, you know, coming to buy, you know, certain little items. And you're like, man, performing, you know, little... Little, little sexual acts of favors and all that old kind of stuff. So, yeah, I started seeing a change instantly when I came home because the change was already in effect, you know? And as over the years, you started seeing, you know, homes that were Black-owned being lost. Wow. Homes being lost, you know? These are homes that probably should have been going down to their kids or whatever. Right. But no, these homes is being wiped away. Next thing you know, boom, the property being bought up by Hispanics. So that's where you get you 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 started to get the whole little flip-flop. You know, so by the time the 90s rolled around, what what's which what uh was once a predominantly black neighborhood, now it's probably 60-40 in favor of Hispanics in the neighborhood. And then as time went further and further, man, it probably went to 80-20. So, yeah, I definitely saw the effect of it as it, as it you know, started taking its reins and, you know, and that whip got to whipping on the, on, on, on everybody. So, yeah, yeah like man, I, it, it, was, it was the whole thing. I didn't know, like, during that time you said that... um the Hispanics start to move in and start to buy property even back then. So 
when yeah. they, was it a um was it any backdraw when they started to come in these neighborhoods well i can't speak for like other neighborhoods you know mm-hmm. because you know i was pretty much focused on home so as they would come in no nah, we 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 didn't uh i mean because here in my neighborhood we had a whole lot more to focus on than say somebody coming and move into a house we didn't you know we didn't have that you know that 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 hindsight to be like oh no we got to keep them out the neighborhood see we, we wasn't like that because we were dealing with so much and so many neighborhoods wanted to come through here and knock everybody down so the people moving in no that what that wasn't a concern unless they had you know say a knucklehead kid or whatever who might have been with some other type of little activity to where you know he want to speak out against the neighborhood or something then you know you had a problem there but other than that no nah, we we wasn't really tripping on you know say one house being lost by a brother and sister to a hispanic gotcha yeah, so gotcha so like when it's um like now we going into the 90s you know what type of um what type of relationship do the am street power rules have with the community at this point like we're going to like say you know going to the um mid the late 90s all right now <laughs> 90 okay i'm 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 gonna go to 94 cuz see you got to understand, once the state of California got their clutches in me in 1987, man, it, it, it was hard for me, boy. To, I mean, you know, I would have times, man, where three, maybe three months, and man, I'm back. I'm going back to prison, whether it be for a, for a gun, for a dope sack. I was one of those ones, man, that, you know, yeah, I might parole, man, but I'm I'm back in the mix. I'm back on the block, you know. Parole didn't mean nothing. I'm still out here, you know, doing my thing, you know. I'm I'm in the hood, you know. I'm not going to let them dudes catch me slipping. So, you know, I I had to have the thumper. I, I need money in my pocket. So it wasn't until I came home from the last time in ninety in ninety four I came home off my last little uh 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 my my uh, violation for uh, possession of a firearm did a little twelve month violation and then when I came home. That's when I started getting that mindset. Well, you know what, man? I, I need to. I'm go find me a job. You know, find me some. You know, something to work and this and that. But at the same time, waiting for something like that to happen, I still needed money in my pocket. I still needed gas in my car. You know, I still needed to. You know, take a woman out. You know, or whatever. So I'm still doing my little little hustle. At the same time, I'm like, man, you know, I know dudes know me. They know my car. So I, I still had that mentality a little bit of, 
I'd rather be caught with it than without it. So in 94, October of 94, I get caught with a uh, with a Mac 11 in my car seat. Mm. You know, and see, and by that time, I had heard about three strikes, but coming home and being free, I didn't, it, it, it didn't, I didn't dawn or I didn't think about it until I'm going to talk to that public defender when I get caught with that Mac 11 that, oh, you got two strikes. Because normally I would have went up in there, man, tell them I take the deal, I take the two-year deal, and boom, I do that one year and I get up out of there. It was like, oh, no, I looked on that paper. I saw my name. It said two strikes, no deal, lots of time. Wow. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. So right then and there, I already knew. Oh, this is going to hurt. This is going to go for, you know, man, I got to fight this. And I was getting ready to go into the jury, you know, and try to, you know, see what was going to happen. They threw an eight-year, they threw an eight-year deal with 80% at me. And I was like, oh, I already knew that was damn near like seven years and some change. So I was like, man. He said, oh, man, let me, uh, we're going to go to lunch, man. Let me see what I can do. Boom, boom. Came back after lunch. He said, man, they offering you uh, four years with 80%. So I took the four years. I came home in uh, December of 97. But in between that time of me being locked up for that case and coming home in 97, I lost my road dog. My road dog got gunned down in the gas station. You know, uh, a couple of more homies. So I, pro I probably lost maybe about, I, I lost about maybe three homies at that time. And then you had the death row thing going on, you know. You know, Tupac get killed. And, you know, I had a little homie who had got killed prior to that happening to Tupac. See, a lot of people say, you know, oh, Tupac got killed and, you know, oh, Compton went crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. It was going it crazy. It started way before that. It wow. was way before that. You see, when they killed the homie in 94, oh, man, you know, Southside, Southside, you know, Southside's did. Mm -hmm. And when they killed the homie in, 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 uh, in uh, 94, Oh man, that that set it that that was it was already set off, you know. When that happened with Pac, you know that just brought in extra elements to go over there and battle dude now. See, we was already on that, you know. It took something like that to bring in other homies to you know to handle that stuff because for a while, I mean, you know. You might have a select few from other neighborhoods on, on, on the east side, but the AM, you know, and a lot of people might try to debate me, but they know they can't win because they know I'm telling the truth. A lot of them years, man, the hood was the one that was, uh, you know, 
was was footing the blunt of all the animosity that that the Crips on this side of town had to put out. Mm. So, so when I came home in '97, you know, I I I been I I didn't have no choice but to have a new a new lease on life and a new mentality because they weren't bullshitting with that three strike law, you know. I mean, I, I just want to change because I was giving these people too much of my time, man, going back and forth to prison. So, yeah, I came home. I got married. You know, I hadn't started working yet because here I am. Shit. Shit, you might well shit like a five-time felon over here trying to fill out applications and hoping that these people, you know, try to, you know, because I wasn't too well-versed on selling myself, you know, to where these people would, hire me on to they to their business or whatever and lo and behold it wasn't until after because um let me see i came december december 97 by february of 1998 oh i was damn near to a breaking point i'm 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 about ready to just get back into the street because you know i'm catching flack from my wife like you know hey Man, you got hey, I, I just can't do this all by myself. And you know, here, here we are married. And so that right there, everybody know, leads you to 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 do something. So I got a call, man. I got a call from somebody I was locked up with. And this is why I say you would never, well, you should never say that you can't do this or you can't do that because you know what? That brother that called me was from Compton and he was a crip. He was from Nutty Block. Mm. Called me and asked me, man, what is you doing? When'd you come home? You know, you cool. I said, hell no, I ain't cool, man. Shit, man, I'm about to get back up into these streets, man, and do my thing, man. Shit ain't, you know, shit ain't, you know, going good. So he said, nah, man, you know what? Call this number. Called that number, got hooked up with an agency. Told him, I'm, I'm, I'm in there, I'm in the agency. Boom. He called his little supervisor, who happened to be one of the big homies from uh, Fruit Town. Who was the uh, supervisor of the uh, of the plan at the time, and called me in. So I started working. So I started working February uh, of '98. Man, I started working, doing little bullshit, you know, loading up pallets and shit like that. But it it it, it I saw the paycheck coming in. Now, those of us that might have been, you know, in the dope game or whatever. You know, seeing that money coming and doing this and doing that, they can attest that it ain't nothing like it ain't nothing like you know you getting that paycheck that's that you seeing coming in every week, and then all of a sudden you know you're dealing with a bank, and then all of a sudden the bank telling you, well, hey, you're eligible for this, you're eligible for that. So all of a sudden, you know, with the help of with the help of my ex-wife, she, you know, put me up on credit shit and this and that. You know, I started establishing a credit line and this. 
So I started seeing shit and I started getting shit to where, man, and I'm not going back to prison. I see one year, because they made me do the whole three years. It wasn't like no year and a half. Oh, you're doing good. Okay, we're going to put in your paperwork. They were yeah. like, no, nah, we need to see. We need to see if you're going to slip somewhere. So I ended up having to do the whole three years on my parole. And I gave him, finally gave him back that D number. You know, I was like, man, boom, here I am getting cars of the same year. <laughs> like, man, you know, because other than that, you know, we was buying older cars, you know, putting the rims on them and stuff like that. But here I am now. Shit, I'm buying cars. You know, they might have the new cars, like, say, uh, uh, 2005. You know, 2005 cars might come out toward in the fall of 2004. Yeah. So I'm like, shit, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm getting the car that ain't even came out the year ain't even came out yet. Mm. So, you know, it was like, shit, man, everything, everything is cool. So, man, it, 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 it it's eye opener. You know, everybody don't see it right all the, right at the beginning. They don't see it, but they eventually come to that crossroad. So really it's about that crossroad, man. When you come to it, damn, which turn are you going to make? Because a crossroad is a motherfucker because you got three options. Either you're going to go straight, you're going to go to the left, or you're going to go to the right. Right. You know? So. Uh, during this time, like, so now, you know, like you spoke on Tupac, you know, you from uh, Compton Bumpton. Um, did you have any relationship with Death Row and Shug Knight and them? No, no, no. I mean, I knew, I knew the homies, and you got to understand, those are all bigger homies. You know, older homies and stuff. And sure, you know, he was pretty much gravitating toward the older homies. You know, the ones that might have had like three, four, five years on me. I got you. So really, really, he didn't, you know, unless unless the ones that was actually like from his neighborhood, like younger, younger homies, you know, from other neighborhoods. No, nah, he didn't. You know, it wasn't like, oh, no, nah, you finna come and, you know, come on, be a part of this. No, nah, it wasn't nothing like that. But, you know, though, though, they were the older homies, though. He did grab one of the homies that was over here, but he was, you know, he was older, though. So, shit, the homie had, you know, the homies had over here. So it was all good. But, no, nah, we didn't, um, I mean, you know, they had their thing going on over there and, we were over here, man. Like I said, you know, really, Am was all, I mean, because like when the peace treaty came out, I was locked up, but the homies wasn't really with the peace treaty. Hmm. You know, we were, they, you know, the homies were still like, you know, they was on, they was on the old business. Right. You know, so. We we've always been like a little island of a little little a little outcast island because you know we always did the things how the big homies from the park taught us to do. So we were always had been on that page. So you know when when Tupac came right, I mean you know the homie brought Tupac Tupac uh, to the hood and this and that you know, 
from what they tell him, you know, he came over here, was hanging out with the homies and stuff like that. You know, I didn't see, I was, like I said, I was locked up. So, you know, I missed out on a lot of shit. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So the reason I asked you that, because um, I seen, uh, it's a guy by the name of uh, Nino Cappuccino. You ever heard of him? I seen no. posted an older picture of you on his social media. Yeah, man, I had the homie tell me about that, man. I don't know who this brother is, man. I mean, not to, you know, uh, uh, talk bad about a brother or this and that, but, you know, when I see somebody, you know, grab my images and then all of a sudden they're using it for their promotion, oh, I'm going to inquire. <coughs> yeah, man, I done seen that picture yeah, grab, man. That's an older picture of you, right? And, yeah, that was in 1988, man, Jamestown. Yeah, you right there in the middle with the um, with yeah, the girl, right? yeah, with the long, yeah, with the long red polo. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and this is uh Nino Cappuccino page, and he had a long caption yeah. to say about, <laughs> but you never heard of him. Uh, since no, nah, I don't know who that is because I know um uh 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 it was a brother called OG Jap. Mm-hmm. He was he was the first one. Who I noticed grabbed that picture and and had uh posted it on his page. He was like taking a lot of uh gang affiliated pictures and boom, and his page started blowing up to where you know I had to hit him up, like hey, because see, yeah. I'm thinking his page was more like for fallen soldiers. I see what you're saying. Right. So I'm like, hey, don't put me on this. Hey, I'm still here. Right. You know, so I got at him, like, how you get that picture and all that old good stuff? And, you know, that was that. You know, me and dude, you know, we had a little, I never talked to him verbally, but, you know, we had our little text, you know, back and forth and stuff like that. And, you know, and that was that. But this Nino Cappuccino dude, I don't know who that is. I know the homie was uh, telling me something about, he had me on there talking about, uh, 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 I, I was uh, connected with the uh, with the UBN or something, and I was like, "No, nah, man, you know, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not up under nobody's paperwork." Yeah, because I think on that's that, what on you that saying picture, on that picture, you saying you connected with the UBN or something no, like that. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. See, on that picture, because that's my picture. I right. mean, that that that's actually my picture that I got that I brought home from prison. And um, the homie who would, uh, he, had that, he had that good little fancy writing and shit, you know, that's when he put, uh, that's when he put the, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think on that picture. Did he put the, uh, a United, United Blood Nation or something like that? But it wasn't in reference to the prison game. It was more to, cause see all of us, we were all um, we were all from Compton, well, except for uh, the homie that didn't have no shirt on. He was from four, five, six. But everybody right there was Pie Rules, though, on that picture, you yeah. know. And but you know, every nobody was on that picture that was uh, connected with the nation, though. He just and, happened to put that on there. So was you you ever a part of the um, the UBN? 
No, no, no. I'm not under no paperwork. You heard, you heard about it? Oh yeah, yeah. You That's... can't. You 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 can't. Uh, you can't. You cannot know about it if number one, you've been to our county jail and you know been a part of the the uh, the blood module or in prison. There's no way you cannot know of it. You know, but no, nah, I've never. I never had that little uh, secret note slid to me to where, <laughs> you know, I, I read it and, you know. That's how I went? Oh, yeah, that's how I go, man. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was time. Hey, it, it, it was time. Because, look, it was an OG that I was in the county, and it was an OG that was getting ready to slide me a note, right? Mm. But it was a homie that knew me from out here and was like, you know, oh, no, 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 no. You know, and he got at the other homie like, nigga, don't be trying to slide to homie, you know, that, 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 the note, and, you know, and this and that. And nah, you ain't, you ain't, we ain't getting down like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I miss, I miss that, that, that indoctrination by that much. I got you. You got know, you. because once you get that, once you get that kite and you read it, uh-huh. oh, you're a part of, you're a part of it. Oh, that's what. Oh, wow. Oh, it, it, yeah. It just, it just that quick. Just once, that quick. once them words, once them words lace your eyes. Yeah. Oh, you're a part of it. Uh, that's deep. You're a part of it. Yeah. See, people that's, probably you know, I, that's right there. You just, you just put up, put, put, you know, put up, put us on something because, um, yeah. see, like we hear about it, we hear about it, we like the like we spoke on Nino Cappuccino, and he spoke a little bit about it, and um. You know, of course, the the big hand of it is in um, New York. You know, um, they rep the UBN a lot more. I know it ain't the same thing as the one on the uh, on. Yeah, the, see, because I don't I don't know how how to get down is. You know, because see, the nation it stretches. It's just not a a, a state of California prison system hookup. You got to understand that some of his members might might have made it to the federal penitentiary. Mm. And once you're a part of the federal system, shit, you can go to any state. Right. True. You know, if you if you go into any other state and say you're a part of the uh, of the movement, and if you spreading that word, hooking up this person or that person, guess what? Now you got individuals from other states who might be hooked up. You know, yeah. So there's no, there's no telling how it, how it uh, uh, got out, got out of California to where, boom, now it's nationwide. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because the same but thing know, with um, M Street Power Rules is is nationwide now too, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. do like um, because it's a big thing when it comes to um, it's like people saying that people are valid and not valid because they might have not touch the soil in california like put their two feet on concrete or yeah. they might not even know um or be associated with anyone from that era like the big homies from that era the ogs from that era who would you know sanction something like that yeah but see, you know what man it's so crazy because we all got social media to thank for all of that mm. See, now, I've never knew about, you know, MySpace, 
you know, and all that old type stuff. See, yeah. when when the MySpace was out, you know, my younger homies was in it real. They got they got to you know messing with it real tough. Mm-hmm. So you know, with that, you know, you get to see everybody across the nation, across the world, really. True. You know, and it was already in effect to where my little homies is seeing dudes like, claim, nigga, who is you? And all this old type stuff, like, claim on my hood. And then when Facebook comes out, and all of a sudden you got these little groups and all this old type stuff, and I get up in there, you know, here I am, I'm in, I'm in my 40s, you know, mid 40s to late 40s. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these dudes, you know, and I'm hearing, you know, uh, what these, you know, I'm hearing, you know, I'm reading, you know, uh, what these Cali niggas over here doing claiming a New York set. Wow. You know, talk, <laughs> talking about my neighborhood, right? right? And I'm like, huh? And I started in Harlem. And I'm I'm like, whoa. So now I'm in I'm in teaching mode now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 having to put youngsters up on, on on the real on the real deal. Like, whoa, man, wait a minute. What y'all talking about? Oh, and then uh because they, they, they had it real bad because you know they're getting people teaching them pyrus ain't bloods. Like, yeah, I even heard that too. Like I'm from so, Chicago, I'm, so I heard yeah. that too. Like so I'm, I'm, I'm reading this, I'm like oh no, man, wait a minute, y'all, man, y'all, you know, you 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 guys getting it wrong, mm-hmm. you know. We all, I mean, blood is the tree. All these uh, factions are just the branches off that tree, mm. you know. And I would have to tell them that, and you know, steadily tell them, tell them, tell them, like nah, man, nah. Pyrus is no different than Bonnie Hunter, Swan, the homies from the family. You know, shit, we all bloods. Mm-hmm. You know, we just from a different type of blood. Right. You know, so it, it was hard, though. I ain't going to lie, boy. It was hard, boy, getting that little message across. You know, so- a lot of people didn't want to hear all that, you know, because they already been fed what to believe. Yeah, so it's a lot of reach. Yeah, so now here it is. Now you got older heads getting a part of the social media life that's disrupting a lot of the teachings, man, that people just putting together, man, and filling these youngsters up with, you know, really, I mean, with bullshit. Mm, so you do I mean, believe you know, that it is going, because I, like, I had a few other people on my show before, and they said the same thing when it came to this subject. So you believe the same thing. Yeah, 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 you know, it, it's not about, you know, it's not, it's not about misguiding them. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it might be people that might not agree with me, but the gangbanging shit, I mean, hey, it was a misguided ass fucking, you know, calculation, man, that just went, just went, you know, just went haywire. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't eliminate 
that white racism that was going on out here in Compton, you probably wouldn't even had the Bloods and the Crips doing what they were doing from the 70s on up to now. Hmm. Once that once that common denominator was eliminated, brothers didn't have nothing to do but to go against each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 right there, I mean, you know, I mean, the government they 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 do what they do, wipe away the Panthers, right? Yeah. And and, and some of the other little black movements to where now you got you got the young brothers like damn what do we do next? They try and focus still on that you know that militant movement, <clears throat> but guess what? When 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 that like I said that common denominator denominator eliminates themselves from the equation, guess what? You still got these other two little factors left to. To look at each other now. Yeah. And that's all it takes is one little incident, man. The next thing you know, shit. You 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 got all hell breaking loose. You know, yeah. so it's crazy, man. It, it, it's it's a cold game. I mean, it's America. It is what it is. So but, like you know what you like, okay, like now that you know what you know, and um, you know, we going into twenty twenty. And uh, you know what's going on when it comes to gangs, when it comes to uh, uh, different bloods across the United States, let alone the world. Yeah. And uh, you know what they stand for. Do you agree what they stand for today in 2020? Okay, now I didn't fully get because you know it was that little break in the uh, yeah. in the stream. I said basically. So you might uh, have to repeat. I got you. Um, I said that. Uh, basically, in in 2020, you know, like what well, what you know and everything that you had been through, in 2020, um, the the way the uh, the bloods move now. No, nah, wait, hold on, mom, hold on, mom, hold on, hold on. Oh man, my mom's just popped up on me. No Let me problem. Go out here, man. Hold on, mom. I'm I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking right now, mom. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Oh, yeah. So, right. like, come on. All I right, said, go ahead. I said so, and um, like in 2020, you know, you knowing what you know, and you've been through, you know, you've been through what you've been through, and in 2020, do you feel like the way the the Bloods uh, represent themselves, like across the country, let alone the world today, do you feel that it's a um a good way to represent? Oh, like you man. agree, you agree oh, with that's it. A, that's a good ass question. Oh shit. Let me see, man. Hold on. I gotta think on that one. Uh, oh man, that's a good ass question. I mean, because if you look at at um I mean, because it's not really about I mean, because you got you you got some homies that you know that's in in, in the music industry mm-hmm. doing what they do. Um, I mean, it's almost like you got two. You got it's almost like you got two fronts. You know, it's like the music industry, and then you got the streets. See, and as the two try to coexist. 
you get you get certain little riffs going on. So it, it's kind of hard, you know, because as you as, as you having this um, you know, uh, uh, this nationwide movement now, everybody wants to be the top dog or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get myself caught up in all of that, you know. But it's all about, man. You know the the teachings that these individuals, you know, pass on to the younger ones. So sometimes it's cool, and sometimes I tell you, man, it's bullshit. Gotcha. Yeah. What was I can't hear you. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, you got it on mute. Let's see. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. I think I had uh accidentally hit the button down there. But yeah, man, you know, if 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 I if I can correct a wrong that might have, you know, been spread to the younger cats, then you know that's what I do. You know, I don't go on there trying to uh, bad mouth nobody or try to discredit someone. I just, man, you know, I just try to keep it, you know, keep it real with them, so they'll have a real. Uh, understanding on this that they're trying to partake in you know because like i said you know you got brothers that's in the streets that's with the full business you got brothers in the streets that's not with the business but then you might got brothers that's doing their thing you know on a positive tip so you know you 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 got different elements. You know what I mean? It, it's different elements, man, when it comes to the, the to the culture. You know, and but the thing is, you're not gonna be able to partake in all elements of the culture as you as you grow, and as you as your mind grows and everything. You might you might have kids. You know, then you're going to see yourself, man, being confronted with all, all types of life decisions, you know, like, damn. Do I go over here to go shoot these dudes up, man? And Or do I go over here, man, my little four-year-old son and shit, he needs to learn how to pitch a baseball or, or shoot a basketball. What do I do? You know, some brothers, man, you know. Like, you know what? I can't be worried about little dude, man. I got to go handle my business for the homie and shit. So it, 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 it's like a, uh, I mean, you know, it's some, it's some real life decisions, man, that, you know, youngsters, they, they got to make. And, and, hey, and it's coming. I don't care who you are. Those decisions are coming your way. It's whether or not you want to do a better thing with your life. Or, or or just say hey, they hey they got two places for you 
<laughs> they got a jail cell. They got six feet under the dirt or the wall. You going in the wall, or you gonna be in that little ceramic jar sitting up on your on, on the mantle with your little ashes up in that motherfucker. So, you know, the choice is yours. You know, okay. me personally, I tell you, hey, go out there, man, get you a trade. If you if you a youngster under eighteen, stay your ass in school. At least get that goddamn diploma. You know, because with that, hey, that's a start. That's a start. With that diploma shit, that 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 to get you in the door. Because once you're in the door and you start building your name up, guess what? Little fucking country man is going to work with you. Because they're just looking at you as, you know, a means for them to get even stronger. But at the same time, you're building yourself up at the same time. So... You have to, uh, got to make that decision, man, when y'all come to that crossroad. She left, she pulled off? Okay. All right, so, you know. Yeah, I, I wanted to add, because I had, like, um, I think it was OG Mad Ronald, he was up here, he was saying that. Yeah, that's the homie, that's the homie. He was saying that a lot of times, like, when y'all was creating this stuff, y'all didn't really think of, like, what do a 50-year-old blood do when he turns 50 years old? You know what I'm saying? And uh Look, hey bro, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you this right now. When say like when when um say like if when when I was in my twenties, we didn't have we didn't have nobody that was like, you know, of that age coming, you know, to hang out and and to be like, you know, oh, man, what we going to do, man, with them niggas over there and this and that. We didn't have that. They moved on. Mm. You know, like, 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 hey, like one of the homies that was like, you know, one of the originators of, of, uh, of, uh, of Pyro, you know, on our side of town. As he, when he got older like that, oh, no, nah, man, it wasn't, uh. Shit, the big homie wasn't coming over here like you know, like like to hang out and, yeah. and do this and do that, you know. So here I am in my fifties. I still live in the hood, so you know I see everything that goes on. So naturally, you know, I'm 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 you know ear to ear with you know with my young cats and you know it's almost like shit they do what they do and it, I, I can only tell them so much they want to do what they want to do they're going to do it you know so it's it's, it's it goes all it, it goes back to the crossroad man that I always bring up man Always going back to that crossroad. You you gonna be able to reach some, but you know you're not gonna be able to reach everyone. Everybody's got to make you know. Hey, they go through their bumps and their bruises. You know them hard them hard head make soft asses. Everybody got to deal with it. Just hey, just look at me, man. Look look how many times it took for me to go in and out of prison for me to make that decision. Like you know what. 
I'm not going back. Fuck that shit. These motherfuckers are always getting me with guns and with a dope sack. All right. Let me eliminate that to where, okay, motherfucker can't fuck with me. So, man, it, it it's, it's a cold game, man. You know, it's a cold game. No, I understand. I understand. So, man, I really appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, blessing my platform, man. Uh, is it anything you want to leave the people with and, uh, like, where they can find you at? And uh, hopefully I can have you up here, you know what I'm saying, and have another conversation with you, man, just to start. Well, I ain't going to lie. I ain't trying to be found. <laughs> you know, I ain't trying to be found. I mean, but, you know, if if you feel you at that point, where you might be in the life, but you can see that maybe there's a part of you that might want to, like, man, you know, I, I need to deal deal with more serious shit in life than a than 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 a blunt, a beer, and hanging out on the street, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. I'm on Facebook, Louis Morales, you know, just like how it's spelled on there. You know, you see my face, you know, old yellow dude. Man, you know, you, you can you can hit me up, man, you know. I'm not I'm not trying to uh I don't I don't do no validating. <laughs> let's let's get that let's get that clear. By you talking to me, it's not gonna validate you to be somebody who you ain't. So don't even start that. Don't even uh, don't 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 even think about it. Cause I man, you you your your battleship will be sunk. So don't don't even do that, man. I, I'm just here, man, just trying to you know steer steer you know steer brothers in the right way to where you know when that when that decision in life, man, comes to where you know you need to do this or do that. Then yeah, man, I I I'm I'm I help you, I help you. So, hey, with that being in mind, man, you know I, I wish everyone well. You know, I wish everybody make it to fifty three. That means that'll put me at sixty three, and when you get to sixty three, hopefully I'm here at seventy three. So you know, hey, it's just it's all about it's all about getting old, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, by by rights, I shouldn't be here. I mean, you know, I stared I stared down the tech, you know, and the brother couldn't get it to work. He didn't know how to pull that pin up to unlock it off of safety. You know, thank God for that. Me and my homie would have been gone that night. You know, so, hey, I know I got my blessings. I got my guardian angels that protect me every day. No, absolutely. Yeah, man. So don't 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 try to hit me up, man, saying that, you know, oh man, I talked to Big Lou and this and that, and all of a sudden now you the king of wherever you at. Nah, man, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. No, I I got you. I understand. It, it makes yeah. sense for you to say that too. <laughs> With everything yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, it it is. Yeah, it's crazy, you know. And it, and it's just the little young, the little youngsters, the one that's being played with. 
little youngsters, you know, they 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 want to be loyal, they want to do this and they want right. to do that. And then you know they might got they might got somebody that's leading them in the wrong direction. So you so, so. you are it is guys that like while we there it is guys that you send that that could possibly be your age that's been in the game about around the same amount of time who who are out there you know possibly misguiding the youth. <coughs> and and from, I'm not saying from Elm mm-hmm. Street, but just in general. Um, you know, yeah, I, I would. I <coughs> excuse me. I would say it is because of the simple fact of a lot of the uh, um, a lot of the reteaching that I would come, you know, that I would have to like put my words into because these dudes is being taught something else. Now I know for a fact, you know, I had one of my little homies that was, you know, kind of like spreading, oh man, we pile rules, we ain't bloods. I know for a fact one of my little homies was like kind of like spreading that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because see, what little what little do people know, see, that was kind of a low-key type of little movement that kind of like started out here in our prison systems. I got you. You know, because, you know, the homies sometimes, you know, they have, you know, <clears throat> animosity or some kind of friction going on to where all of a sudden now you got everybody grouping up. And the, um, and the Piru homies, you know, which would normally be everybody up out of Compton, bam, they would group up. So now all of a sudden, oh, Pyrus is tripping, you know, type of deal. But then you might have all the homies, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, 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 say from L.A. or wherever else, San Diego or whatever, then all of a sudden it's all, oh, oh nigga, Pyrus is saying they ain't bloods and this and that and, you know, and and, and it was it's all bullshit, though. So, yeah, man, you you would have people, like, trying to spread some bullshit, man, in order to promote, you know, animosity. I got you. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, you know, the little gang culture, man, you know, it's almost like hip-hop, man. You know, they say, oh, man, that shit ain't gonna be around for long. That shit gonna die out. But here, man, it's from, you know, from the seventies, man, you know, Bloods and Crips. Here yeah. in two thousand and twenty, you know, it morphed into a whole new, different little beast. But you know, the shit is still here. I mean, I forgot that. You know, that's you why I got, got you here. Um, when it comes to, I don't know if you heard of this dude, but his name is uh Takashi Six Nine, right? And he was a he turned the blood, then he turned the state informant. You know, um, but what I want to ask you is, is like. When it comes to, you know, people allowing, um, you know, entertainers who necessarily they might be already grown of age, and then they want to come mm-hmm. to that lifestyle, is that acceptable? Like in, in, in like, in, like in your book, far as your well, book? well, I, 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 I can speak on that, man, because you know, shit, like the homie will tell you, the homie Brazy, shout out to Brazy, you know. Introduced me to this little hookup right here. Yes, sir. But I mean, you know, 
I I was, you know, a part of something of that nature. And for me, it was like, okay, I already knew we had homies around the nation. All right. So I looked at it. Now, you got to understand, I've always been a criminal. Mm -hmm. I've always been a criminal. But now you got somebody who's doing something legit, who might have action that, you know, okay, um, we can uh, we can hook up something to where, you know, we got, because we got home. I mean, this is Compton. I mean, you know, this is like a, say like, you know, shit, Queens or, 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 or Brooklyn. You know, it's like a breeding ground for motherfuckers with talent. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, okay, shit. This is another means, you know, motherfuckers ain't got to be out here selling no dope or robbing, you know, robbing nobody, you know. They could be out here, you know, trying to, you know, get their thing in, in, in the music or whatever. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking at it like that. I got a homie that's, you know, that's claiming the hood and this and that, and he in the game kind of, kind of, kind of good. Man. Got action that maybe so and so getting in touch with him to where he pulled him in to where everybody can hear his voice on the mic. So, you know, motherfuckers was looking at it like that, man. You know, I'm not saying that's how the brothers over there was looking at that 6 9 dude, you know, but hey, he was somebody, man, that was, you know, shit, he. You know, he was uh he was he was he was moving units. I guess that's what they say in that industry. You know, he was moving units. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, but you know what though? And, and and I don't know why people don't look, you know, at at, at that at the death row uh, uh schematics. Mm-hmm. Man, I when you get hood thing. motherfuckers, man, making all that kind of money like that. They don't get in the mind frame that, you know what, man, we got to rethink how we move and this. You can't be super thug, super thugged out, and here it is, you a part of of their industry. Yeah. Because it's not our industry. It's not ours. Right. See, and that's what motherfuckers need to understand. It is not our industry. It's their industry. You're not going to be a superstar if those people feel you are going to be a threat to their livelihood, to their investment, if they feel that they're not going to get theirs back from you, they ain't going to fuck with you. Right. You know? So, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't look bad upon, you know, the decision that a neighborhood makes when, Say they got, you know, somebody that's, you know, that might be in the industry, got a good little name, this and that. Yeah. But it's on them to regulate the fact of that individual thinking that he's super duper with it. Because you're not super duper with it because you got parts of your peoples who are super duper with it who might want to see you be super duper with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that goes back to the 
to the homies that's with the business, to the homies that you got there that ain't with the business. So it all goes back to that, man. You know, because you always got them all the, the, the different elements in your neighborhood. You know, so I mean, dude had a cool little movement going on. You know, he got a little bit too big headed, I guess, or or maybe his homies started getting greedy. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, there's always a part, man, where, you know, it's just some mismanagement going on. Mm -hmm. People not happy with what they're getting or this and that. Or, I don't know. That's, yeah, it's usually the stars, know. right? Stars, yeah, right? Yeah, management. yeah. Management. Yeah. So, man. Oh, that, that makes sense. Makes sense what you said. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know. When you're on the outside, man, just looking in, man, just just peeping out the scenes of everything, man, you can, man, you can just, man, like, ooh, yeah, they going, they they going through the death row phase, you yeah. know. I see all that shit, man. I'm like, ooh, yeah, in house fighting and this and that, and yeah. oh yeah, see the homie bad because he ain't getting his little piece. Oh, now he want a trip because you know he ain't getting what he feel. You know, uh, uh, he should be getting because so and so was getting it, but damn, so and so wasn't putting in work like me. Right. So you might you might have the the the, the super gunner feeling like he ain't getting his his right you know portion of the plate, so he gonna trip. He know his homies ain't gonna trip on him. Yeah. And he gonna do what he do, and next thing you know, guess what, man? You done broke the plate. Ain't nobody eating. You know, it's interesting. Like, you you referenced uh, that to the whole death row thing. You know what was interesting is that them guys, they actually called themselves the new death row during, during that time, like with the Tuskashi 6ix9ine thing. They was going Man. around the new death row, and <laughs> the outcome is, like you said, similar to the real. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Deep, huh? man, and, and, and do you know, man, how many? I mean, it probably was about nine big homies lost their life during that shit out here with that death row shit. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, man. I mean, you know, it got so bad, man. The feds made calls. Y'all don't stop that shit. We coming to get all y'all. You know, that's how bad it got. Cause it was like, man, every other week, man, shit. It was a homie, you know. It was a homie falling. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you know they 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 saw themselves, you know, trying to be, you know, a secondary model of, of those schematics. <laughs> Man, that was a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and so I, it's interesting. Like I said, this like when I just noticed that when you said that, how you seen it, and then I know that they was going around saying that they was a new death row, and it's like, you know, how some people will say you got to be careful what you speak. Out your mouth because he could yeah. end up happening. Shit's crazy. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah man, because you know, 
the law enforcement and shit like that, they ain't trying to, you know, deal with all of that. You know, if they especially if they see it, you know, getting out of hand, they like, oh no, we need to, we gotta nip this in the bud. Yeah. You know, to where, you know, to where, see, because if you get them having themselves involved in it, say you got the man who's making all the money, passing out checks or whatever, and the man tell him, hey, you need to calm that shit down. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, he calms it down, but everybody like, hey. Where my money? Mm-hmm. Where my car? Man, where, where, where the penthouse? Oh, how come I ain't going on tour? Right. Oh, you, you, you all of a sudden you you hey, you building up some animosity around town, and next thing you know, man, it, it man, it, it just man, it goes haywire. It goes haywire because everybody wants a piece, you know. I, me personally, I can say I'm glad that I didn't get caught up with that mindset mm-hmm. because I mean, really, it, it, it's it's you know, it's just I don't know. It's just I don't know for some reason it's just not like it's a good feel right. because I could have been one of those individuals. Facts. Here I am, somebody that was always putting myself on the line, putting my freedom at stake, and this and that for the neighborhood. And then, you know, you might have somebody that's, you know, kind of up in the game to where, man, I feel like, man, I, man, I should get some, you know, but nah, I was never like that. You know, I just spread, you know, spread what kind of word I can to an individual or whatever to where maybe he can better himself. And man, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I got a question uh, coming in from uh, the chat. They said, um, ask him if he knows Dink or um, Big Dana. From where? I mean, shit. Who, <laughs> Dana Dane from New York? I mean, shit. I mean, come on, talk to him. Yeah, let me see. He grew up with Jewel from D-Row. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Dink. Okay. That's the homie from the mob. Yeah. All right, no man, I appreciate yeah. you uh, touching the platform, man. Like I said, if you know, if you shit, if right, you right. Get a message out, you know, before I get back with you, but I definitely want to get back with you and do some sort of part too. Um, I'm definitely it was a lot um said on this episode. If y'all just came in the building, just hit the rewind button and uh, listen up, cause I'm gonna be listening up myself, cause um it's a lot of stuff might have went over my head that I want to um uh, come back to. But uh, with that being oh, said. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I really appreciate you uh, blessing our platform, man. No problem, man. Hey, I'm just hey, it's just part two of my birthday, man. This is my birthday weekend, man. So, shit. Happy birthday. I got, I got, I got three big bottles of tequila, man, just waiting to be popped. So, <laughs> that's good. Like if you on my side of town, man, y'all already know, man. Pop up on Lou, man. It's going down, man. Got you. Appreciate it, Lou. All right, bro. All right. Peace. Got you, man. Yo, man, that was a dope episode. I appreciate y'all tuning in. We were supposed to have some people come in from uh, San Diego and South Central. They actually just called in. 
but um we running short on time so we'll do that one tomorrow so be looking for around the same time i might do it a little bit different because it was an issue with uh you know they time uh the west coast east coast time um uh, so we, we'll fix it we'll fix it what i'm saying is we'll fix it so tomorrow we'll be doing that san diego to south central tomorrow you know what i'm saying so y'all could check that out but this shit, like, if y'all just coming in here, this shit was dope, man. Y'all better hit the rewind button, man. Until then, man, Mo, T-History, Monique Hill, uh, Ron Camp, Ron Camp East Podcast, man. Like, if y'all don't know, man, uh, salute Brazy K, man. Uh, Brazy K, man, he helped us out uh, in regards to getting a lot of these OGs on my platform, man. So we really appreciate him and uh, what he doing for us. Uh, also, if y'all don't know, they got a podcast. It's called the Wrong Karen East Podcast. As you can see it on the screen, it's spelled that exact way. If you can go ahead and search that in your YouTube, search that into your uh, Instagram, man. Follow them guys, man, because one thing about it is they want to make sure that the truth is out there, the history is out there, and make sure that people talk to solid people. So don't nothing get confused and, you know, go somewhere else, man. So um, with that, man, it's been a pleasure, man. Salute, man. That for the Clout Chaser TV. We back up in this thing again. You dig?